guess what? It's time for Full Frontal. Oh my holy crap. Raw and personal. It's not funny! Come, come, give me kisses. Full Frontal with Alex Gaskar. And Jack Barricat. Fuck you! Yeah, shit! I got a boner. <laughs> turn, turn, turn! I do have a boner. Turn, turn, turn! That statement was accurate. I, it's describing my body perfectly right now. I am erect. Fully. Alex, do you think we could be real radio DJs? Not a chance. Not no. a chance in hell. No, we could, dude. I don't think so. I don't think yep. we cut it. I don't think we have the... The spunk, the pizzazz. You definitely got the looks for it, though. Yeah, you got you got uh, a face for radio, baby. Got you, loser. Right. Yeah. Uh. Welcome back to Clegg and the Milk Jug, man. <laughs> um, how you doing, Jack? Uh, you know I've been better. Well, that's a depressing way to start the every, show. What's every, wrong? Every, hashtag every day is a struggle, bro. <laughs> Struggles real. <laughs> uh, happy I'm May dip- the Fourth, everyone. May the Fourth be with you. That always wears me out. May the fourth be with you. Yeah. It's a bummer to say it. Fourth? Fourth. Not to come down on people with lisps, but I hate you all. I kind of have a lisp sometimes. It happens. No, couple, like, I couple, do. A couple drinks in. I didn't realize it till I started listening to Full Frontal, and I was like, yeah. wow, I have a lisp. We both do it. I think it's usually because we're drinking. Yeah. And uh, it tends to just start happening. Yeah, like a, dr- happening. a drunk lisp. It's just normal. And it just gets so bad by the time the end of the episode, we tell like Daffy Duck. <laughs> what was that? Ca- what was that cat's name? That was he was such like a oh, Sylvester the Sylvester cat. Thank the cat. you, <laughs> Jeff, because he's eighty. Knew that one. Jeff needs a spit guard because I'm just fucking spitting <laughs> all over him. He's just collecting in his beard. Hey, you're spit, gonna want to wash that arm. A little spit residue. It's in their beard. It's in your beard. I wish I could grow a beard like Jeff's. You can. It's a really big beard. I don't think it would work, dude. I'm Lebanese. I've had a beard since I came out of my mother. You came out with a full mustache and a button down on that was like and a, a monoc- beard, and a like monocle, a, pa- a pastel color. Because I don't know. And a monocle. I was like, "Hello, mother. Give me, <laughs> give me my milk." <laughs> Weird. Heated to approximately ninety-eight point five degrees. Um, oh. that's a hot milk. <laughs> Boy, that milk's real hot. That milk's real hot. Uh, so. We're in Tempe today. Uh, it's a very hot day on the bus. 100 degrees is, outside. If you can hear this buzzing in the background, it's it's because we have to run our AC. Usually we turn it off, but today there was no choice or we'd be literally naked laying in a puddle of our, puddle of our own sweat. A puddle of our own lisps. It'd be horrible. <laughs> a puddle of our own sweat. <laughs> um, Jack, did you see Avengers yet? Uh, no, Alex, you know for a fact I haven't seen it. It's for radio. I was asking you to just inspire yes, I a have, conversation. Yes, I have seen it. How was it? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have to lie. I just wanted it to seem natural, for oh. fuck's sake. This is why we can't be real DJs. I know. You don't, just, you don't go with the flow. You call me out. I know. Ah, you dirty old bitch. <laughs> um, seriously, though, it's so you haven't seen it. I have not. I have not seen it either, obviously. Well, um, one, of, one of our fans at the Hustler Club Mean Greet today was like, uh, I did that whole Avengers thing where you watch like 24 hours of Avengers type movies. Jesus Christ. And then she drove straight here to the show. Ugh, I, <laughs> I couldn't like, do it. Well, you're. I'd have such a raging hard on from seeing all those men in spandex. Yeah, Hulk just does it for me. <laughs> um, I've oh, heard it's pretty good, though. I'm excited. I'm going to go see it. I'm right now? See it. I don't know. Maybe right well, after we finish. Let's just show. drop the mic. Let's go. <laughs> and we're back. And we're it, was, back. it was great. Honestly, not that good. Uh, Overrated. Yeah, no, Paul right. Blart Mall Cop 2 was better. Yes. Goddamn right it was. <laughs> hey, we, we almost ran into him the other day. Remember? Paul Blart. Oh, yeah, we did. We, uh, we, went, uh, we went to the MLB 
the MLB studios and he was there. Yeah. But then it turned out that he was just broadcasting in from somewhere else. Yeah, like a fucking liar. Not actually attending. We were all very let down. Damn you, Paul. Sorry. Is his name really Paul? <laughs> Does he, is, he, is he the character Paul Blart or the man Paul Blart? Yeah, they're both terrible. Explain, <laughs> explain this to me. Either way, they ride a Segway. <laughs> I love the one thing I respect about him for doing those movies, and there's very little I respect about him for doing those movies, <laughs> is the fact that he it's does. A very short list. When he does the promo for him, he does keep the mustache. He does. Yeah, he keeps yeah. the Paul Blart mustache. He actually seems like the fucking man. Yeah, totally. Kevin totally. James not, seems cool. I don't want to rag on Kevin but James. But the movie just looks terrible. But God, why are you doing it? <laughs> um, we should get into some wonderful news. Yes. Yeah? For this week, there's a lot of weird shit going on in the world, and I'm going to start with the darkest, perhaps. Perhaps. Right. Perhaps. The lightest always comes after the, the dark. You must weather the storm to see the rainbow. Uh, Dutch designer Mark Struckenboom, which is a sick name, <laughs> has just created a sex toy that includes a mini urn to hold the cremated remains of that special someone. Oh. Ah, uh, yeah, guys. <laughs> let that, just let that sink in. That is let fucking it, hot. Take a minute. That's hot shit. Take a minute and just let it sink in. The, uh, We've had some hot shit on this show, but that's some hot <laughs> shit. <laughs> Our new segment, Hot Shit. <laughs> the erotically shaped urn is part of 21 Grams, a memory box devised by Sturkenboom, to help grieving people feel the pre- feel the presence of their loved ones, Oh, man. Well, I'm gonna liquid. I'm gonna liqui- liquefy all my assets. And I'm gonna put all my money into that company. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm going down with this ship for sure. Was liquefy the right term there? I'm not. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I'm not made of liquid. If your loved one passes, yeah, and you are you can still sick, fu- you a can, sick fucking individual, you can still fuck them. You can put their ashes in a in a phallic object and Sit continue on to it. make love. Sit on that soul. Just <laughs> sit on that dead someone. <laughs> Man, that's a what a way to start the show, guys. Yeah. If, I you're hope, not, if you're not getting the sex and love you need. If you haven't tuned out by now, we could be best friends. Uh, the owner of an Illinois bar is defending his decision to have a two-way mirror in the women's bathroom. Ugh. Sick. Ew. Like gross sick. Female comic Tamale Rocks posted a video showing a two-way mirror in the women's bathroom at Berwyn Bar and Comedy Club. Um, How's that a thing? How's that legal? Cigars and Stripes is the name of the comedy club. It's probably not. The owner, Ronnie Lott, said the mirror is staying. In a recorded phone conversation, Lott said the mirror was part of his live art and that the comic who posted the original video simply wanted attention. Um, his name's Ronnie? Ronnie Lotz. You sound like a horrible person, a pervert, and I'd like to fight you. Um, weird, right? Dude, that's How fucking... How do you feel about it? I don't know. Um, first of all, it's creepy as fuck. Yeah. But also, how is he not in jail? Like, how is that not a thing? Because you can say it's art, and then it's okay. Just like the whenever they try to shut down Full Frontal, we were like, no, it's art. It's art. It's art. Let us express Freedom ourselves. of speech. Yeah, don't suppress me. Freedom of that being an I asshole. Can't shut th- you can't shut this down. I'll say what I want. Actually, we technically could probably get shut down if we tried. Oh, so, oh easily. Yeah. There's so many things we can't do. We should do that on our season finale. On the next episode, live murder. <laughs> <laughs> Coming up on Full Frontal. You hear the guys kill Jeff with an axe. <laughs> That'll be the last wheeze he ever wheezes in the background. <laughs> Dude, uh, I had some girl last week that was like, uh, this, this last Full Frontal episode, really good, but not, not enough, enough Jeff, Jeff wheezing. Wheeze. I was like, I lost it, dude. <laughs> I live for the wheeze. It was good. I think that's the only reason anyone tunes in anymore is just to yeah. hear the wheezing. <laughs> I don't know how, how do your lungs whistle? <laughs> 
<laughs> How does that happen? That's a good one. It's like, what's inside of your body that does that? It's like you swallowed a dog's toy at some point. <laughs> Weezy. <laughs> oh, it's so, it makes me so happy. Uh, in a scene that could be taken straight from the movie Grandma's Boy, footage from a security camera in Shimla, India, shows a young man giving the finger to one of the area's famously belligerent monkeys. <laughs> uh, and as you might expect, the monkey was not happy about it. Uh, the rambunctious primate drop kicks the man right in the head, <laughs> knocking him to the ground. The man, however, appears to be okay after the attack as he gets up and walks off. <laughs> Learned his fucking lesson, though. Dude. Shimla's monkeys are known to cause problems for both tourists and locals visiting the Jaku Temple, which is dedicated to the monkey god Hanuman. That is that is also my god. Clearly, if the monkeys are attacking everyone, we're doing something wrong with the temple. <laughs> like, who's your god? Who do you stand for? Hanuman, <laughs> of course, the monkey god. And stop the drop kicking monkey yeah, god. Stop, don't piss him off; he'll get you. Must be Irish. God, monkeys. I have sinned. Just drop kicks you. Ah! <laughs> Just out of nowhere from a tree. I wouldn't fuck around if if that was honestly what I believed in. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about drop kicking um, ninja monkeys. No way. I'd be the best boy. I don't know how I feel about going to confession if I'm going to get drop kicked. Just through the through the confessional uh, wall. Lord, I have sinned. I had I had meat after. First <laughs> <laughs> through the thing, he kicks you in the face. <laughs> uh, a suspected thief who liked his own wanted poster on Facebook has been arrested. <laughs> oh, Levi Reardon, 23, appeared in a cr- genius. Uh, appeared on a Crime Stoppers page that described him as uh, wanted on forgery. Uh, total bond twenty five hundred dollars. That is the pussiest crime I've ever heard. Of. I forged. Uh, I'm not. Gonna, it's like you like you're like a kid in high school and like your test you get like a D minus on your test and you forge your parents' I signature. Feeling, I have a feeling that's not what he got arrested for. You think? It's probably forging checks or something like that, man. Oh, uh, okay. Oh yeah, I gave myself a C plus instead of a D. Got away with it too if it wasn't for those pesky kids and that meddling mutt. Yo, arrest this kid. Get him. Send him to the. Send mon- him to the monkey. Send him to the monkey god. <laughs> Uh, shortly after the appeal was made, a user with the same name as Levi liked the post. Reardon is a suspect in a case in Montana involving the theft of a wallet uh, and personal checks last January. These are really, really dumb crimes. Not a smart guy, guys. Is that, is that even a crime, dude, stealing checks? He uses checks you anymore. You know what? I, think, I tend to think it's just, yeah, it's a crime. It's definitely legal. Okay. Can't do that. Uh, a disgusted mother just had the fast food nightmare from hell, claiming she bit into a purple worm while munching on a McDonald's sandwich. Oh, God. Joyce Fed said the unwanted ingredient was one of the two worms that she found inside her McChicken sandwich. I'm throwing up. Uh, she says she ordered two McChicken sandwiches, one for each of her two children, at the drive-thru of her local McDonald's branch in Jacksonville, Florida. Fucking typical, right? Florida. It has nothing to do with drugs. It's not very Florida, typical. Florida, what are you doing? <laughs> Guys, get your shit together. Question, why did why was the worm purple? That's kind of weird. I've never seen a purple worm. Oh, that's a bummer. I don't eat McDonald's. I haven't I, had... I'm very proud of myself. I am a sucker for fast food and junk food in general. No, you're not. Yes, I am. I really am. Dude, like, you, as far as... As far as me, Enjoying the taste. Oh yeah, but you never eat it. I'm extremely disciplined, though. Like, you have I, good it's, will. if there's one thing I'm good at, it's not eating fast food. I'm bad at everything else. In yeah, life. I'm, I'm the same. If there's one thing I'm, I'm known for, what? Ryan, you're pulling a face. What'd you have for lunch today? In and Out Burger does not count as fast food. Hold on, does not count. Alex. Organic, local, Christian. Come on, they they pray to the monkey god. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a woman with a bizarre obsession with collecting puppets has dumped her fiance for one of her dolls. Here we go. April Brucker broke up with her fiancé, who she asked not to name, after he gave her an ultimatum. It's me or the puppets. 
<laughs> that sounds like a really bad movie. She said, "Honey, it's me or the puppets," starring Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore. Kevin James Coming guest stars. <laughs> Kevin James guest stars as the Dollmaker, oh, as Paul Blart, the Dollmaker. <laughs> Uses the same he's name. Just in the, he's like le- level negative two of the mall, just in this dark, dingy area making fucking. Puppets. Paul Blart for the doll maker. Next to next to a Claire's and a Spencer's gifts. <laughs> Come on in, check out my dolls. Uh, anyway, she said she. Dude, briefly- sorry to interrupt you, but I went to a Spencer's gifts the other day. It's a great place. It was actually very entertaining. Hilarious, yeah. I wore a shirt that says "I pee in pools," and I. I, I saw the picture. You posted a selfie with your with Mac. Yeah, it was really it was smarter than you. Those shirts, they, cra- they crack me up every time. They get you. They'll get you. All right. Uh, anyway, she said she briefly dumped her puppets, whatever that means, um, something she is now ashamed of. Ooh. Uh, realized they were her children, and she had made the wrong decision. So she split up with her boyfriend and now lives alone with her 16 puppets in an apartment in New York. Ma'am, call me. You single? Yeah. I'm trying what to hang off, out with girl? you and Hey, we got, a, we got a guest host spot on the New York show for you. Yes, ma'am. Bring your, actually, we might need you plus 15 for, I guess, your puppets as well. That's fine. 16, actually. 16. Yep. But offer still stands. We can make that work. I'll have to move some stuff around, cut some people off the list. Sorry, uh, Gaga. Who else lives in New York? <laughs> Matt Damon. A woman took to the streets to ask 100 random men whether they would take her home to have sex with her, despite not knowing anything about them. Uh, you might be surprised by the results. The bizarre social experiment was a follow-up to Whatever.com's viral video, which showed a man asking 100 women for sex with all 100 women turning him down. Surprise, surprise. We're gross animals. Men. Yes. We're gross. Yes, we are. Um, <laughs> uh, this time, it was the turn of Andrea Wendell. She approached 100 men by directly asking them whether they would have sex with her. And while the majority of men refused the offer, either baffled by her forward approach or claiming they were already in a relationship... Some were much more enthusiastic. A grand total of 30 men agreed to accompany Andrea home right then and there, while the other 70 made it clear that they weren't interested. Which says a lot. Again, it does. that's really we're, interesting. We're actually. horrible people. Wait, did she actually? Men are the worst. Did she actually go through with it? Because that's kind no, of fucking no, no, weird. No, no, no. Okay. Which, by the way, how fucking bum were those 30 guys? Yeah. Because you know you have this beautiful woman. You walk, walk in, up to just you, Chris Hansen, and she's like, "Hi, Chris Hansen. <laughs> have a seat over there." Uh, no, but seriously, like if this woman approached you on the streets, I mean, I know for a fact that you'd be like, yes. Why? Why would you say that? Why? Because you're a man whore. All right. It's, it's known. We've yeah, talked it is known. plenty of times. I'm on very the show open about, about how I like to fuck anything that walks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, no good. It's not a secret. I'm getting a. a I'm getting guys, the, this just in. I'm getting a, my my producer right now. Just tell me I've been fired from the show. <laughs> And we can't. You can't fire me. Also, my wife is calling, and she is also leaving and taking the puppets. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a lot of. Pu- that's a lot of firewood. Yeah. Um. So anyway, yeah. But they. I feel like they. I'm so disappointed. You know, beautiful woman approaches you on the street. I'm actually surprised. Would you like to come home with me and make love right now? Yes, I would. Oh, just kidding. It's for a study. Gotcha. I'd be bummed. I hate studying. I hate studies. I don't. I don't like. I never studied. I like parties. I like to party. All right. <laughs> do you know anyone that likes to party? I wonder. They should do the same study and be like, "Hey, uh, would you like free Chipotle?" You think a hundred people would say yes? Absolutely. Yeah, it's interesting. People like set food <laughs> yeah. over sex. People like food over sex. I, I like guess. food and sex simultaneously. You ever That's, done that? I. You know what, dude? I'm honest with you. I have not <laughs> had food during sex. Don't do it. There's a Seinfeld episode about it, and after he does it, George can't uh, can't kick the habit. You Check it out. 
<laughs> I think Hulu just bought the rights to Seinfeld or something, so you can get it on Hulu. The one person out there that has Hulu. The city of Masogi, Oklahoma, is making a woman get rid of her pet zebra because it bit off a piece of a man's nipple. <laughs> typical shit. Everyone knows that zebras yeah, only typi- eat nipples. Typical zebra move. They love to breastfeed. They'll go for you. Uh, the victim's doing okay. He told Fox 23 he's still a little sore. Also, um, he hates zebras now. I hate, yeah, never trust a striped horse. Um, Fox 23 learned the owner still has the zebra. He's locked in the stables because of the incident. Aw. Zebra's just doing what zebras do, you know? Zebra's going, going, going to get nipped. How do you get a zebra? <laughs> Seriously. That's, that's the more important question f- here. There was one in the new Fallout Boy video. The owner has had him for 10 years. Animal control officers say it wasn't a call they were expecting. The quote is, I was traumatized, says Leonard Overcash, the victim. Overcash was working in a yard and went to the back to help his coworker with the weeds. He said the zebra, which was in the field on the other side of the fence, attacked him. I feel bad for the nipple. I feel bad for the zebra. He's just being subjected to some bullshit right now. Mm-hmm. Just trying to be a zebra. Do what zebras do. Give me a nipple. They're half milk and they're half chocolate. You can see it in the stripes. He, knew, he just wanted some milk. I thought you were talking about nip- nipples. <laughs> nipples are half half milk, half chocolate. Well, I do have one. <laughs> one I, have, of each. I have one of each. It's like a, uh. like a white chocolate Hershey Kiss and a normal chocolate Hershey Kiss. Either way, <laughs> zebras going to get it. <laughs> That's been wonderful news for this week. Thanks for staying tuned if you're still, stu- if you're still tuned. Um, if you've turned this thing off, you won't be hearing me say this, but go fuck yourself. Uh, we're going <laughs> to listen to some music, and when we come back, we uh, have an amazing interview with the flight attendant that we talked about last week. Her name is Kitty. We tracked her down. We tracked her down. She was down for the interview. We're going to ask her all about uh, what it's like being a flight attendant and how I could maybe make love to a man and or woman or both on my next international flight. Stay tuned.
right, so uh, right now on the show, we're going to call Kitty, uh, who we took an email from her last week. She said she's a flight attendant. She had some good stories to tell us. So uh, we followed up. She was interested in fielding a phone call, and uh, now we're going to give her a call and have a chat. I don't think we've ever interviewed a fan before. I like that. It's kind of cool. Yeah. It's nice. I'm excited. Yeah. I want to know more about what flight attendants see and what they do. I'm kind of scared. Oh. Kind of horny. Oh. Hello? Hey, Kitty. Hi. What's up? It's Alex and Jack. Um, not much. Just sitting here at 3 o'clock in the morning. Oh, my oh God. My, oh, no. Well, thank you. I, yeah, uh, Jeff was telling us that you're in the U.K., so thank you for uh, for taking our call at such a weird hour. I'm sorry that we had to do it at this time. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, it was kind of like a last-minute thing. Uh, we ended up having a critical coverage uh, issue at work, oh. and Sounds, I was supposed to have that? the day off. They called me up, and they're like, Critical coverage. We just we were short flight attendants. People ah, were okay. weren't making their flight. It sounds a lot worse than it so is. So they were like, "Goodbye, day off. You're going to the UK." Dang. Well, that's. I mean, that's not the worst thing. It's not the worst place you could go. And, you know, it, I've definitely been to worse places. That's for sure. <laughs> what's your What's your favorite place you've ever been? In the states, I have to say, I really love San Diego. Ah, yes. Um, also, Omaha, there's actually, there's a really good local microbrewery, and they have, it was a raspberry wheat beer, and it pairs really nicely with bread pudding. All right. Overseas. <laughs> I think, <laughs> I really like I think I'm falling beer. in love with you uh, quickly. Um, that, that's dangerous. <laughs> yeah, that sounds amazing. I want to I wanna check that out. Next time I'm in Omaha, I'll definitely have to hit that up. I don't, we don't go to it, Omaha it's much. It's pretty awesome. For sure. What's your least favorite place you've ever been? Um, I would say the layover that I have enjoyed the least would probably be either um, Beijing, China, or Africa, um, Ghana. Oh, wow. That's impressive. You've been everywhere. Yeah. Dang. You travel more than we do. Yeah, I've actually, I've been to all 50 states. I don't know how many countries in Europe. Um, basically, the only places I have left to visit are Australia and Antarctica. Dang, you are you are moving. That's amazing. Um, I have been on many flights, um, and I... I mean, let's just kick this off the right way. I, I have yet to make love on a plane. I have never, I have never done it. I'm a little bit scared to do it because, I, obviously, you know, the regulations are very strict these days. But I was wondering if you've ever encountered any uh, lovemaking on on planes. Um, multiple times, yes. Multiple times. All I right. multiple times. Um. Actually, I, I have a couple of uh, funny stories. I'll try and keep them short. One of them, uh, we had a couple. They had been drinking in the flight, and I was working in the back of the plane. I was back there by myself reading a book. They asked if they could come and stand up, and I said, sure, no problem. Uh, I just thought they were waiting to use the bathroom, and I get about halfway down my page, and I hear this noise. I kind of turn around and look, and her pants are almost completely off. Like, Whoa. his hands are up her shirt. I'm like, no. Second base. No, you, this is my galley. I'm not allowed to make out with anybody in my galley. You're not allowed to make out with anybody in my galley. Oh my gosh! That's like, so go in the bathroom, please, for the love of God. Go in the <laughs> that's bathroom. so intense. I, did you actually tell them to go in the bathroom? I was real. I actually <laughs> didn't, but I should. I should have. Yes. Um, you encourage. It was a little you awkward. Encourage it. <laughs> I mean, I just you know I I understand people have needs. You got to do what you got to do. Of course. Sure. sure. Just. If I can't do it at work, if I can't do it in the galley, like you can't do it in the galley. It's your galley. I get not it. Not fair. I, I, I understand. It's my workspace. Don't make out my galley. Get the hell out of my galley. Get at the hell. Uh, <laughs> so what did what did you do? You made them go sit back down or what? 
we actually, we ended up having to, because like I said, they had been drinking. We had to cut them off of alcohol for the rest of the flight. Oh, so. bummer. What's your policy on that? When, um, when do you guys make that call? I mean, I've, I've been cut off before. <laughs> have you really? Yes. Yeah. I've never, I'm proud to say that I, I've never I've, been cut off. <laughs> yeah, you, you just kind of, you kind of have to watch their behavior. Um, you know, some people have a better tolerance for drinking than others. I've seen people that, you know, they can toss back six beers in a couple hours and it, it doesn't even phase them. And then you have some people that raises they hand have to drink. Well, there you go. <laughs> we have some people that have like, you, you give them like two drinks and they're stumbling and crying. We had an incident uh, back over Christmas where I was working and this was one where I was actually in charge. And uh, we, we debated whether we even wanted to take the woman um, on the flight. We were just, it's a 30 minute flight. Oh man. And she fell asleep. She fell asleep before we closed the door, and I said, well, maybe this isn't going to be an issue. I said, but if she does wake up in these 30 minutes, like, we are not allowed to serve her. I'm making that call now. <laughs> and sure enough, halfway through this 30-minute flight, she wakes up and starts uh, – she basically started screaming at the girl that was working in first class because she wouldn't serve her any drinks. Wow. That's terrifying. Uh, um, what was the, what's the other, other story of Mile High experiences that you've heard of or encountered? This was, uh, this was actually on an international flight. Most cases of Mile High Club tend to be on overnight flights, and especially, for some reason, on international flights. Uh, nice. We is had that, a couple this that... Is very, this, they is, were, this is very educational. I, I kind of feel like we're attending Mile High School. I, you know, if, if that was a course, I'm sure a lot of people would sign up for it. Uh, okay, so um, I cut you off. What was, uh, you were beginning to tell a story about an international flight. Yeah, we had an international flight. It was a, it was a couple of business class, and I say couple, they... They came on the plane, and they did not know each other. Wow. They were sitting at opposite ends of business class. Nice. How they met, I'm not quite sure. Nice. That's awesome. But halfway through, halfway through the flight, we had to separate them because mm. somehow she ended up in his seat. With him in his seat. All right. What kind of guy? Sorry. So they were just oh. they and they weren't being so they were not being subtle about it either. They were just going at it right there. No, they were just, you know, right there in the seat like, "Hey, we both fit. Let's do this." Wow. That's ballsy. That literally <laughs> and figuratively. That's a bold move. Hide your eyes, little Timmy. It's happening. So many balls. That's crazy. I cuz I would have figured I would have figured bathrooms the way to go. And I've always been afraid to attempt it because I I just assumed that the next thing that would happen is like the Air marshals breaking down the door and you know tasing me mid coitus, which is not something I would like to experience. I mean, that, that, I was going to say that's definitely a way to ruin the mood. That's one way to get unless off. you're into that sort of thing. Yeah, I can I can really I only judge. I can really only get off anymore while being tased by an air marshal. <laughs> the only that, that must be very difficult for you. <laughs> it's I, the only thing I have that. a question for you that's not about sex, and that's really weird. I know. Do you have any, or have you had any good celebrities on a flight? Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I'm terrible at face recognition. Right. And I had I had Bob Saget on a flight. Apparently, yes. Um, I spent like 30 minutes talking to him. We were just making jokes. I was working up in first class, and after we get off the plane, this guy comes running up to me. He's like, "Dude, how do you know Bob Saget?" And I was like, "I don't." <laughs> that's amazing. Never met him in my life. He's like, no, he just spent like half the flight talking to him. I was like, oh, Bob Saget's um, the man. Did he hit on? Did he hit on you? No, not really. That's good. I I'm, mean, gl I'm glad to know actually, that he was I take that back. Like, I could have. He could have been, and I just wasn't paying attention. Right. Sure. I mean, I'd be if Bob Saget hit on me. I'd be. I'd be too starstruck to to notice. 
Um, another one I had was uh, I was working as um, the, the greeting flight attendant when you come on the, the plane. Yeah. And this really tall guy steps on. I'm about five foot eleven, and he steps on, and he's maybe about six foot three, and kind of an older gentleman. And I just looked at him and I said, "Wow, has anybody ever told you that you look like Danny Glover?" Oh and then he God. starts laughing. He just starts laughing, and I'm I just I turned bright red as like shit, 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 shit. That is Danny Glover. Did he yes. respond with, "I'm dull no for this shit." <laughs> What's your have you what's what's your worst what's your worst experience you've ever had with a with a passenger? I have been physically assaulted before. Whoa! Oh um, yeah, there's a lady. She was really upset that I couldn't change her seat from a middle seat to an aisle seat. And I was like, you know, there's it's an oversold flight. There's really nothing I can do. You know, I apologized, and she's probably about like five feet tall, so she had to do some sort of like matrix move to hit me across the face. <laughs> she, she hit you Even in the to face. Say, uh, she hit me in the face. Oh, my God. Yeah. Over a middle seat. That's crazy. I get, over, I, over a middle seat. What? Yeah, what happened then? Did you did you arrest her? What? I mean, not you personally, but did... What? We, we were still on the ground. Um, the pilots witnessed everything, and they called security and had her pulled off the flight. Oh I had the option to press charges, um, but that would have had to come out of my pocket. And I was like, you know, like she didn't hit me hard enough to you know, scar me for life. Do you guys be a have a funny story later? Like, we'll all laugh at her. And her do you guys have like a secret choices. flight attendant room where you like take the bad people and you get like one a couple sucker punches in before they get to leave? You just got the slugger. Like in Vegas. God, I'm not gonna lie. I'm <laughs> not gonna lie. Some days I really wish. I'm not gonna <laughs> want to hit them. I just want to like. I just want to glare at them and be like, "You are really dumb." You seem like a very reasonable I person. Mean, you know what I like about you? You're not. I, you're I not, try to be. Yeah, you're not extreme. You're not ridiculous. I like that. You're sensible and you're logical, and I can support that. Thank you very much. Yeah, keep it in your pants, Alex. I'm sorry. I'm just. I'd like to. I'd like to fly yeah. with you. I'd like to go on a flight with you. Maybe see if we can fit fit in a seat together. I don't know. <laughs> um, it would. I always say business class seats. I'm not hey. going to do any economy seats. Of course, of course. Respect. Keep it classy. Um. So oh, yeah. where was I? Now I'm all now I'm all hot and bothered. Uh, what was I lost my train of thought? Where are we going next on this journey? Oh, okay. So I yeah. I know we keep getting sexual, but what what's the best tip? <laughs> so because I keep I like I said the whole thing has been trying to educate me so that I can get away with joining the Mile High Club. So what what do you recommend if I'm you're me? What's the best tip? Pun intended. What's the best way to go about? Do I sneak into the bathroom? Do I do the thing where you're like, meet me in the bathroom in five minutes, and then like lock the door, unlock the door? Is that the technique, or do then people get a, get suspicious because I've been in there for a while? Do you go in together? Hey, What's the move here? I'm gonna close the door and knock knock the theme song <laughs> to the Munsters on the door, and I know it's you. <laughs> I, I'm actually gonna. Oh god, I can't believe I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna speak from personal experience here. I've actually. Whoa! Hey! I've never done any. Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> go on. I didn't. I didn't want to. I didn't want to ask because I didn't want to blow up your spot. But I'm going to let you blow up your own spot. So do tell. <laughs> um, I was going to say, like, as far as going into the lavatories goes, like, I don't know that there's like any real good method to do it. Speaking entirely from a flight attendant perspective, you know, there's there's definitely like there's definitely uh, times when we're kind of there's definitely lavatories. You know, in the middle of the cabin would probably be your best bet. All right. Um, mm-hmm. One thing. I, one thing I will say though. And this is this is the part where I'm going to be the absolute buzzkill on this. Is <laughs> it's not that I'm going to say don't do it, but I can attest to the fact that those lavatories get really gross. Yes. All right. Yeah, uh, that's fair. Just yeah. That's just a fair. Like, that's a fair last warning. Last week, um, just to give you a really gross example, last week I was working a flight to uh, Cancun, 
And we have a gentleman in first class who, yeah, right? Well, that's, you know, 8 o'clock in the morning. Hey, let's go to Cancun. (laughs) Guy in first class gets into the lab, and I don't know how he did it. But he managed to completely not pee in the toilet. Ah, uh, that's the worst. Been there. I cannot stand that. I I speak. I, it, it like it was literally coming out the lavatory and down the you know down the aisle in Jesus. first class. I'm just sitting here and I'm like, oh my god, Good this is him. not happening. That's insane. Takes skill. All right, we <laughs> got to we got to wrap things up. Thank you so much for coming on the show. This has been very informative. I think I love you. And I, yeah, I think Jack and I might awesome. be in love with Hey, you. thank you guys for calling me. Thank you so much, and uh, enjoy your time in London, and have a safe flight home. Oh, thank you guys so much. Love you. Have fun. I. Uh, that's, She's really cool, man. That's my favorite person. I think I just made a best friend. Yeah, it was, that was very informative and funny. It was. It was, and like I said, she was she was a good, smart human being. Yeah, and like nice. her, she gives me faith in humanity a little bit. I learned, you know, we fly a lot, probably more than most people, and yeah. I actually learned a lot from that. I did too, and yeah. I feel I feel safer knowing that she's out there protecting the skies. Right now, I think maybe maybe learn to fly by the Foo Fighters. Yeah, let's listen to that. That feels appropriate. All right, Dave, let's kick it off, Dave. Dave guy, take it away. <laughs> Hook me up with-
Welcome back, guys. You're listening to the Full Frontal Podcast. Yep, 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 uh, yep, yep, yep. I think, I think now we've reached a segment of the show, which is becoming easily my favorite. Because... I get to berate you and make you feel bad about yourself. It's Are You Smarter Than Jack? And, uh... Yeah. Yeah. That happens. Oh, yeah. Suck my friend's dick, suck my friend's dick, suck my friend's dick, yeah. Oh, yeah. Suck my mom's dick, suck my dick, dick. Remix. Shut up. What? I'm just trying to write some lyrics. Alex is a true poet. I feel like it needs some lyrics. You're a poet. You didn't even you didn't even realize it. Yep. Is that how the saying goes? That's what it is. Do you want to play? I I feel like last week you did so well. You know what, Alex? I'm gonna be honest with you. I've been reading that algebra book, and yeah. Oh, you know what though? We, we're gonna bring we this gotta, back. We got all these printers. We gotta get rid yeah, of. Yeah, we got we got we the got HP is back on board. Hewlett yeah. Packard, and we got all we these lost printers. Our, we lost our sponsorship for a while, but now Hewlett Packard has started re- returning our calls, seeing the success of uh, the show again. They were nervous that we weren't gonna have the same kind of pull that we did last time. So we're back. We got a lot of printers, a lot of ink jets to give away. Yeah, a lot of ink jets, a lot of desk jets. They won't give us the laser jets because those are just too nice and expensive. Yeah, we need to reiterate that these printers that we're giving away for winners from, are black and white. They're not color printers. From 90, 94 90 to 96. Yes. Most there's yeah. a stipulation there. Most of them don't work. But also we don't provide of, Yeah, we don't provide power cables. With so. a little bit of human ingenuity, you will have a functioning black and white desk jet or laser jet. 1994 to 1996 printer. People are talking. People are talking. Anyway, let's get started. Jack, are you ready to play? Uh, never been. Let's do it. All right. Start the music. Shit. Start the music. It makes him nervous. I just like to hurt your feelings and make you scared. You're gonna turn, s- wait, can we turn the air conditioning off? Turn the air conditioning this off. This music sets off my IBS. I want to I ma- make it hot in here. It's like... It's like some kind of like Guantanamo Bay torture shit. Shit. <laughs> so gnarly. I'm sweating from every hole right. in my body. All right, you motherfucker. <laughs> see what you got this week. All right. See what kind of man you are. What salad created with vegetables topped with tuna and anchovy is named for its city of Caesar origin salad. in southern France? I'm sorry, Jack. You answered too quickly. You need to use your brain. It was the fastest growing household product of the 1980s. In uh, 1980, only 14% of U.S. homes had one of these. But by 1990, over 80% of homes had one. And just a hint, it's not a Hewlett Packard printer. <laughs> Wait, that's really the question? Yeah. How the hell am I going to Fastest growing household product product in the 80s. Think. WD-40. Well, I'm sorry, but that's incorrect. Who is the male hero of the fairy tale Cinderella? It's not Shrek. You're about to say Shrek, I could tell. <laughs> Shit. Prince Charming. Yeah! Yay! <laughs> That's what they used to call me back in high school. He gained early fame in the 1990s TV series Growing Pains, won his first acting award for the 1993 film What's Eating Gilbert Grape, and starred in the biggest money-making film of all time. Who is this man? Leonardo DiCaprio? Yes! Yeah, Leo! 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 The important biomolecule chlorophyll helps plants to obtain energy from light by what process? More like borophyll. I know this. Come on. Come on. Photogenesis. Fuck! God! I thought I had that. You were so close. Which island lies west of Great Britain? Scotland. Shit. What airline company is named after a Greek letter? Delta. Got him. Which continent contains the largest number of Christians? South America. 
Correct. Uh, what five-letter praise praise monkey Jesus monkey Jesus? <laughs> what five-letter plural word relates to all three of these words? Weddings, Olympics, Saturn. Oh, this is hard. And so am I. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have no idea. Greek. <laughs> yes. No. <laughs> I was Greek? thinking of Greek Olympics. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Greek, wait, what? Greek weddings? Yeah, oh, yeah there's, a movie, there's a movie. Yeah, my big fat Greek wedding. I love that movie. Do you love that movie? On March 2nd, 1962, the all-time record for points scored in a single NBA basket ga- basket game ball basketball game was set when what great athlete scored how many points? This is the two-parter. 62? Fuck. I have no idea who played basketball in 62. Kind of sounds like Walt Disney. Walt Disney? Dude. No, that's not not happening. It was Wilt Chamberlain. He scored 100 points. That's insane. There's no way I was getting that. Way to go, Wilt. Uh, So you scored four out of 11, which makes me a happy boy. Yeah, that's really bad. Yeah. Yay, clap for me. All right, these are tough. These, these are, are really fucking hard, hard questions, dude. Well, it's because I I beat Ryan after the last episode for making it so gosh darn easy for you. Uh, now speaking of callers, I guess it's time to maybe give a phone give a, give a phone to someone. Let's give him a ring. Let's give someone a ring. What do you think? Let's. I think I think we picked Erica. We're gonna give her a call now. She's from West Virginia. She's not. No, she's not. Last week was West Virginia. Where's she from? Virginia. She's from Virginia. Regular Virginia. Pick up. You won't. Hello? Hey, is this Erica? Yes, it is. Hi, Erica. This is Alex and Jack from Full Frontal. No way. Yahweh. Way! Oh, my God! Ah, what's up? Nothing. I'm just, I just got out of a late class. You got out of a what? A late class? A late class, yeah. I, am, I'm in a, I go to Art Institute, so I'm like, uh, I'm, a, I'm, coll- I'm on collegiate level. Ah, oh, oh. smart. All right, good. I like that. Anyway, we're calling you because we want you to play uh, Are You Smarter Than Jack? Do you want to play? Okay. Yeah, okay. She's... Uh, awesome. I'm, I'm hyped. Let's do it. All right, prepare your mind. Question uh, one. I like you. What salad created with vegetables topped with tuna and anchovy is named for its city of origin in southern France? Ooh, um, Southern tuna France. salad. Oh, yeah. No. Have you ever heard the tuna? <laughs> tuna is one of yeah named a- named after the place in France. Tuna. <laughs> There's no more beautiful countryside than the countryside of tuna France. I I said Caesar, it's, so you're it's, good. It's a new thing. It's new. Mm, it's beautiful. Uh, the answer, I'm afraid, is salad niçoise. Uh, question two. It was the fastest growing household product in the 1980s. In 1980. Only 14% of U.S. homes had one of these, but by 1990, over 80% of homes had one. What is it? Phone books. Phone books? I respect that answer. I, it's a random answer, and I respect it, but unfortunately, the answer to this question was microwave oven. Okay. It's okay. Question three. Who is the male hero of the fairy tale Cinderella? Prince Charming. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you got one. All right. Question four. Okay, good. He gained early fame in the 1990s TV series Growing Pains, won his first acting awards for the 1993 film What's Eating Gilbert Grape, and starred in the biggest money-making film of all time. Who is he? Johnny Depp. Uh, I'm sorry. It was Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, that's that's going to be my second answer. Crap. Yeah. Leo. It's okay. Leo. Um, question five. The important biomolecule chlorophyll 
helps plants to obtain energy from light by what process? Oh, photosynthesis. Yes. Got it. The answer is photogenesis. Okay. <laughs> uh, which island lies west of Great Britain? Oh, man. Um, I don't know. I have no idea. I passed geography in high school. I did not get an A. Uh, Great Britain. Oh, man. United Kingdom? <laughs> yeah, it's part of the United Kingdom. Uh, some of it is. The answer is Ireland, I'm afraid. Ireland. It's an island called Ireland. Jack said Scotland, <laughs> which is connected to Great Britain. Not an island at all. And uh, he's also located north. So I'm also an idiot. That's all right. Um, I've been there. I've been both places <laughs> many times. And- it's okay. Uh, number seven. What airline company is named after a Greek letter? Um, oh, Delta Airlines. Yes. Correct. 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 Um, I'd love when they get them right. It makes me so hot. Uh, which, <laughs> which continent contains the largest number of Christians? North America. I'm sorry. It's South America. Oh, man. Yeah. 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 It's okay. Uh, I like how after every one, I'm like, it's okay. It's okay. Meanwhile, when Jack gets one wrong, I'm like, yeah, you dick. Uh, (laughs) Number nine. Hey, you sound hot. (laughs) My friend Jack wants to date you. Uh, What five-letter plural word is related to all of the following? Weddings, the Olympics, and the planet Saturn. Um... Rings. Rings? Yeah! Rings. Woo! Yeah, she got it. Shit! She got him. We are, we are, I would like to inform you now that we are all tied up. Oh, sweet. We are tied up, but this next question is a doozy. Oh, I'm ready. Let's do do it. How's your knowledge of basketball in the 60s? On March 2nd, 1962, the all-time record for points scored in a single NBA basketball game was set. When what great athlete scored how many points? So we're looking for the name of the athlete and how many points were scored. You better not be Googling this. Oh, man. I'm not Googling. I, I honestly do not know. I was in porn for like another 20-something years. Did you say porn? Um, I heard porn. <laughs> Oh, man, I don't know. I don't know. I have absolutely no idea. That's fair because no one really does. Uh, it's It was Wilt Chamberlain, Wilt Chamberlain, and he scored 100 points. We need a tiebreaker question. Oh, so we have ourselves a tie, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get married. <laughs> this might be the first time. It is. It is. It should be marble related. This is. It should be what related? It should be marble related because, you know, Winter Soldier, not Winter Soldier. Um, Marvel. Age of Ultron just came out this week. Oh, you're so right. Hang on. We're thinking. We're, we're getting the question together. All right. We're ready. Are you there? Okay. Right. I am ready. I'm here. Okay. So Jack has left the room, so we're going we're gonna to quiz him on it next. Um, all okay. right. So this is, this is Marvel-related. Uh, it, it is not a current Avenger, but he, the, rumored, okay. the rumored title for the debuting movie is Spider-Man, the new Avenger, which is what I hope they name it because mm-hmm. that would be fucking badass. So I hope so, too. Peter Parker works as a photographer for what? It's Daily... I want to say it's the Daily Bugle. Hey! You got it. It is, the, it is in fact, yes. the Daily Bugle. All right. Now, we're going to put you on hold again and see what Jack says, because uh, he, we need okay. him to answer the question, all right? Okay. All right. Hold on. All right. So, Jack is now back in the room. Hey! Sorry, I was taking a, pee- I was, I was taking a pee-pee. So, don't, don't tell him the answer, but we're going to see if he gets it right. It's a Marvel-related question. Marvelous. It's, it's going. It's in the the Spider-Man universe. 
Oh, fuck. <laughs> Peter Parker. Shit. Is a photographer for what company? Daily Times. Ah, it's the Daily Bugle. <laughs> Duh, she got it. Daily oh, no. he got it. You win. You win, girl. You win. My, can, I get, I, can I get half yes. a point? No, he didn't. He didn't get it. He said the Daily Times. He's an idiot. Big, oh yeah. He's a big awesome. stupid dummy. Tell him how dumb he is. Let me get half a point. I said Daily. <laughs> hey, please tell him how stupid he is. Come on, while I while I touch myself, go. Alex says that you are very secret yeah. and that you are a dummy. Hey, you're dead to me. Bye. <laughs> hey, we're, we, we were going to get married. We're done. <laughs> it's all over. <laughs> Erica, thank you so much for playing. I'm so glad to know thank that you. you're smarter than Jack. This has been another week where I can sleep soundly at night. Only by half a point. So. Thank you so much. I had so much fun. I've been emailing and messaging you guys in since season one, and I'm so glad that I finally Aww. made it. Well, well thank only you. celebrate half because you're only half point smarter. So. Thank you for your continued support. <laughs> we will be sending you a Hewlett Packard laser. Oh, I'm sorry. No, not laser. Desk jet printer. Yep. Uh, yep, yep. It will either be a 1994, 1995, or 1996. So uh, check, oh, cool. check your mail shortly. It's coming your way. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> okay. Make sure you reinforce that desk because it's heavy. <laughs> oh, Erica, I'm so happy. Oh, man. So glad that she took you that was, down. That was a good one, though. I like, the, like, Marvel. I like the Marvel thing. We got to go, see that movie. That was like a last-minute buzzer-type situation. <sighs> so I'm going to go I'm gonna go take a nap. Why don't, you, why, don't you go, why don't you go think on... I got a buffalo chicken wrap and some porn waiting for me in the room. We'll take a break. Uh, hopefully Jack can digest his buffalo chicken before we come back. Thanks for staying tuned. This is, this is fun. I'm having fun. I can't wait to get back at it.
Hope you guys are having fun and enjoying this episode. I sure am. I've never had fun. Well, Jack, have another drink. You know what, Alex? You'll, your eyes will start to light up. The those you get your rosy cheeks back, and uh, and I finally become a real person. Yeah, suddenly you're a real boy again. A real boy. Jack's fallen into a deep, deep depression. You know, dude, it's just <laughs> every it's just uh, actually nothing, nothing means anything. I don't anymore. mean to get all emotional right now, but this is this has been one of the best days of my life. Cue the violence. Why? Um, you know, I woke up. And uh, I had a kashi and, and, and almond milk, and I was like, this is just fabulous. You left the box out this I morning. I did. And because of that, Jack, oh. I got up and I had a bowl of kashi. Which so I, now we're both farting all over the box. Which made me feel better about myself. <laughs> so sometimes... And like, I also, yeah, I think that that's why I shit my pants earlier. <laughs> so I just want to put that on you. Yo, don't put that evil on me. Don't you put that evil on you me. You know who's the king of leaving stuff out is Zach Merrick. Yeah. He'll Catch just... Up. Dude, ketchup bottles, all, all kinds, of, all kinds of ketchup. He's the king of leaving shit around. The I don't bus. even know how we, I, like, I don't know how many, how many ketchup bottles we have. Yeah. But somehow, like, I'll come on the bus and there's just 18 ketchup bottles stacked around. It's like a fucking. Episode and Zach of, just passed like out episode, in the middle. Yeah, it's like an episode of Hoarders. <laughs> there's a bunch of dead cats and ketchup yeah. bottles everywhere. And Zach's just like got a. He's gotten a lot bigger, and he's like up there. Suddenly, he's an old. He's an elderly woman, and he's just. <laughs> like, I know you can't take my bottles don't away. Touch my bottles. Yes. Karate monkey comes down out of nowhere, kicks me in the face again. I'm pissed. Those are my hinds. So, which is why I no longer sleep on the bus. It's why I've been sleeping outside in a tent every I've night. I've been sleeping, yeah. I'm a tent boy now. <laughs> uh, I think it's time for fun facts. What do you think? Uh, I think that we need Jeff to do another intro because it's been a while. Wow, he didn't do one last he week. He hasn't we done forgot. one in a while. We, forgot. we were in such a rush. So, Jeff. Oh, he's asleep. Let's wake he's, him up. He's falling asleep. Oh, right, wake up, Jeff. Old man maker. Come on, man. What, what year is it? Fun facts on May the 4th. Fun facts on the 4th. Fourth. <laughs> Did you say fourth? <laughs> fourth. Uh, so in, in honor of uh, May the 4th, uh, we're going to pepper in some Star Wars facts. Ooh, we got to do the fun, fun facts. Oh, no, that's... Uh, I found this one really fun. Uh, Peter Cushing, who played Grand Moff Tarkin, found his costume boots to be too uncomfortable so that he would wear slippers. He would wear slippers during the filming and insisted that they never show his feet. Who the fuck are you talking about? Wait, Grandma what? Tarkin! He's the- <laughs> what does that mean? Wait, is that- Wait, what? He hangs out on the Star Destroyer. Darth Vader <laughs> talks to him, and they fig- they talk about their plans. Is he the guy that looks like a fish? No, 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 no. He's oh, like, then I don't he's care. He's like the old guy. Oh, well. It's a trap! It's a trap! <laughs> uh, the sound of the TIE Fighter engine is actually the sound of an elephant call mixed with sounds of a car driving on wet pavement. All right, I like that. <laughs> In Japan... 
It is common to use mayonnaise on pancakes. Wait, are you just giving me two Star this Wars facts? This is not facts? a Star Wars fact. Just two, you're only giving me two Star Wars facts. I have a feeling you're gonna, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna go back and forth. You're gonna, you're gonna kind of smelt them in there? I'm gonna go back there? in May the 4th. Okay. Be with you, All right? right? All right, Alex. Right? All right. All right. <laughs> Uh, Japan has also invented a robot that gives hand jobs. <laughs> Speaking of robots, while shooting the scene in the trash compactor, Mark Hamill held his breath for so long that he burst a blood vessel in the side of his face. They had to adjust framing while shooting the rest of the scene to avoid, avoid showing the blemish. Didn't so, really have anything to do with robots. <laughs> I thought it would maybe segue into something about C-3PO or whatever, but it didn't. During the evacuation of Cloud City, you can see an extra running with what appears to be an ice cream maker. The extra has since been given an elaborate backstory, but the supposed ice cream maker is meant to be a database of contacts within the rebellion, but is in fact an ice cream maker. We gotta get ice cream right now. No one's getting my ice cream. I'm getting the fuck out of here. Oh, fuck. <laughs> get the fuck off the base. Luke's lightsaber in Star Wars Episode Six: Return of the Jedi... Uh, was originally going to be blue to match the lightsaber he lost in the previous film, but George Lucas was worried that it would confuse audiences and thought a green lightsaber would look better, so he made the change. I support the change. Ew, how cute. Yeah, I like it. I th- honestly, as a, as a child, when I was watching those movies, I thought that was the, one of the coolest things ever. Like he's had the, He had the blue one in the first two, yeah. and it was his dad's. And then when you see him come in and turn it on in Return of the Jedi, and he's way darker. He's wearing black now. He's all like emo, got a fucking hand cut off. He's got an Atari's t-shirt on. Yeah, he's like, whatever, I don't <laughs> care. Oh, job, get my friend back. Whatever. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I can't wait for Warp Tour this oh, God, Why are you pissed? Solo and Carbonite. Got my sister chained to you like a slug. Oh, <laughs> whatever. And then green lightsaber, and it's the raddest thing ever. Um, here's one about robots. The bounty hunter droid IG-88 was actually built from recycled film props. His head was a drink dispenser <laughs> from the cantina scene in Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. Yeah. So there you go. It is so funny how confused Ryan looks right now because, honestly... Ryan's is, never seen these movies. Ryan has never seen a Star Wars movie his entire life, which... This one's fun. The communicator Qui-Gon Jinn uses is actually an altered Gillette Sensor Excel women's razor spray-painted silver. <laughs> Dude. Way to go! That's pretty, how did you find these? I, I don't know. The hey, internet, Jack. Just hey, Google shit. Hey, Alex. In the new Star Wars, is Han Solo's vest the same one he wore in... Oh, my God. Jack, you're going to... Shut up. You're going to love this one. Samuel L. Jackson claims that the words bad motherfucker were engraved on the lightsaber he used in the Star Wars films. Yes. Nice. Dude. Nice. We must find it. Uh, while filming the lightsaber fight scenes, Ewan McGregor kept ca- kept getting carried away and making the sounds of the weapon himself, which had to be removed in post-production. Pew, pew. Fire futon. Um... <laughs> uh, Tupac Shakur auditioned for the role of Wait, Mr. please say that again. Please say Tupac his name. Shakur. Thank you. That's correct, right? Yeah. Tupac auditioned for the role of Mace Windu. Wait, really? Yeah, I guess so. It's a fact. Wait. Yes. What the fuck do you want me to say? When is Mace Windu a newer character? Yeah, but perhaps not originally. Um, <laughs> he perhaps was not. not. Got it. Um, cool. All right. I'm going to switch back to some other not Star Wars related facts. For you nerds out there. For you weirdos that don't want to listen to Star Wars facts. For you Ryan Dawson's out there. Losers. No. Uh, adultery is punishable with a $10 fine in the state of Maryland. <clears throat> Jack. Good to know. Good to know. You owe the state a lot of money. Uh, oh, gosh. Ladybugs bleed from their knees when threatened. <laughs> is, that that, is that the little orange puddle that they leave on you when you scare them? 
Oh no, that's definitely not blood. I always me. thought it was the. I always thought it was ladybugs peeing on you, but I guess it's their knee blood. <laughs> ah, my knee. No, dibs on the band name Knee Blood. By the way, Ladybug Knee Blood is the blood. name of my. Is the yeah. name of our next band. Question: How do you? Ladybug Knee Blood. How do? You, how can you tell that ladybugs have knees? Like they're. I think you put them under a mic- microscope and suddenly. What is that? Yeah, uh, it makes tiny things look bigger. All right, I need that for sure. For sure. If you didn't say it, I was about to say it. Yeah. So I'm glad you got that. It's one. a dick joke for all you, <laughs> for all you, uh, ladybugs out there. Humans share 57 percent of their DNA with cabbage. <laughs> Wait, the bass player from Mayday Parade? Yeah. Uh, the in, popular guy. <laughs> in the 1880s, spunk was a slang term for an orgasm. Ooh, spunky. Boy, spunky. Uh, female koalas often engage in lesbian orgies when kept in ca- captivity. That's a lot of spunk. I tend to engage in lesbian orgies when kept in ca- captivity as well. Yes. So Any orgy, really. That's what I have in common with female koalas. You know what I'll say, Alex? If it's got a hole, I'll fill it. Um, mm, Tom Cruise was a linebacker for his high school varsity team. <sighs> That's wow. awesome. I love you, Tom. He was cut from the team when he was caught drinking a beer before the game. Whoa, what a man. Tom, you badass. He's probably like, don't touch me. <laughs> what? I don't know. Oh, you know, uh, I was talking to the Five Seconds dudes when I first met them, and Callum was like, dude, my favorite movie of all time <laughs> is Mission Impossible 2. Jesus Christ. That's a really weird favorite movie, mm. right? A bizarre That's a movie. very weird favorite movie. Oh, I love that sound! And that's Ryan getting drunk. Uh, Germans have a word for tramp stamps. Arschgewe. I don't know if I said that right. And it literally means ass antlers. <laughs> Dave's on band name. Ass antlers. Ass antlers. Would be a sick band name. One of Jack Nicholson's first jobs was answering Tom and Jerry fan mail. <laughs> That's amazing. I to see him about. being so angry. Like, they're not God. They're not real things. Listen, <laughs> listen here, you fucking cocksucker. <laughs> <laughs> you think I want to kill this cat? Here's Tommy. <laughs> the cat is my friend. He just doesn't understand me. <laughs> I can't really do him. Uh, the average female porn star is 5'5", five, five, brunette, and weighs 117 pounds and has B-cut breasts. Yes, I know this. <laughs> I'm familiar. I'm, I'm very familiar with porn stars. <laughs> and All right. Well, this has been fun. fun <laughs> um, Why is it going to stop? Why is it going to stop on a perverted note? Let's do a Star Wars one. Yeah. Come on, bring it Let's back. Let's talk about Princess Leia's bibs. Oh, all right, her swear, buns and her head. I swear this one won't be perverted. Uh, it says here that the droids C-3PO and R2-D2 used to have doggy-style sex on set. <laughs> uh, oh, no, I'm sorry. That's not a fact. Oh, that's, uh, just, a, that's just a dream that Alex just a dream. It's, it's, it's a fan fiction that I write. It's the only way I can get off any more robots. <laughs> robots. In an early draft of the Star Wars story, R2-D2 spoke standard English and is actually kind of a dick. <laughs> there you go. Hey, Luke. <laughs> Hey, look, go fuck yourself. I'm not taking you to Dagobah. He's got to have a Boston accent. Go fuck yourself, you fucker. (laughs) Come on, R2. We got to get there. I got to learn to be a Jedi. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Trevor, you... Fuck you. Are you always picking me up by the fucking head like I'm a toy fucking can coming out of one of those goddamn claw machines? Why your fucking self? Put put me in your fucking X-Wing and making me fucking pilot everything. You don't do shit. You don't do shit. I turn my head around. I get fucking hit by lasers. You're inside on the cover. Fuck you. You Fuck you, Luke, you bastard. I'm going to join the Empire. Fuck you. (laughs) Bunch of fuckers. Uh, We have to wrap the show up now. Thank you guys for uh, listening to episode three. 
May the Fourth Be With You podcast. Ugh. Full frontal. Uh, as usual, if you want to send us some words, some kind words, some messages, some pictures of your mom, mm. anything really, uh, it's fullfrontalpodcast at gmail.com. In music news this week, H2O will be going on a 20th anniversary tour in June. I'm very excited. Atreyu will release their first new album in six years, Long Live, in September. Bassist of Lion Fight went on a racist rant and was kicked out of the band. Goodbye, you evil bigot. Pause will be working on their new album this summer with Mark Hoppus. Paramore have announced their Parahoy Cruise. It's the second one. I will be attending and hopefully taking my pants off. Census Fail will release Pull the Thorns from Your Heart on June 30th via Pure Noise Records. And Billy Corgan of the Smashing Pumpkins has joined TNA Wrestling. Is that true? Really? And also the Messingers played a show this week. The Smashing... Billy Corgan is wrestling now. I don't know. He just joined. They haven't announced what his role is. Okay, that's awesome. Good for you, Billy. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Eat my ass. It's your DJ and host, The Worm, taking you right out back to the dirt pile. All right. On the score, 100 points, fuck. <laughs> 100 point fuck. There it is.